Well, hello and welcome to Thrive Thursday for Thursday, November 18th, 2021. Uh, of course, a week from uh, today, we'll be having our Thanksgiving Thrive Thursday, and I will have one for you. So we're going to have a very special one for Thanksgiving that'll hopefully get you through uh, uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all those neat things. But uh, uh, that's next week. This is this week. Again, we're 18 days into November. Uh, so hopefully uh, things are going well for you. Uh, and hopefully uh, you took in uh, yesterday's uh, session 19 of Overcoming Obstacles, where we're starting about writing your success story. And if you haven't, go back and catch that on YouTube or uh, back in Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter or Web Talk or where LinkedIn wherever you're, uh, you're you're viewing us, uh, and 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 go back to that because really you need to go back and do all of overcoming obstacles, but uh, to really kind of get uh, the basis of what we're talking about in sessions 19 and 20, writing your own success story. But it's very important we do that and get that thing rolling for yourself. So go back and check that out. All right, well, I'm going to back out of here because we're going to do Thrive Thursday today. So here we go. Uh, it's going to be on the value of nature, controlling your attention, and designing your environment. All three key things uh, that are also part of writing your own success story. Well, let's start out with the three ideas from me. The first one being most people optimize for the day ahead. Words, you got a little bit of short planning there. A few people optimize for one to two years ahead, and almost nobody optimizes for three to four years ahead or longer. Now, the person who is willing to delay gratification longer than most reduces competition and gains a decisive advantage because patience is power. Now, I understand we live in an instant gratification society, uh, and I see it all the time, especially when I'm talking to real estate agents or insurance agents or anyone who's having to do a lot of cold calls and a lot of uh, uh, getting hung up on a lot or having to go out and see a lot of people. Uh, you give up way too soon because you're looking for some instant gratification, and it's just not going to happen. Those things have to compound. Again, uh, we, yeah, when we, in our, our, our series of... Uh, 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 deep dive to destiny in 84 days we get into the compound effect we talk about the power of compounding and you have to put in that sweat equity uh, so don't expect uh, just optimize everything out tomorrow right <laughs> or just a, like, or a couple of years it, you might be putting in sweat equity for a while to really really get uh, what you want in life uh, so but again the person who's willing to delay that gratification the longest uh, you're going to reduce competition and you're going to gain a decisive advantage because you've built up so much equity uh, in your goals and in your success. So remember, patience is power. Number two, the biggest risk to productivity is always the same. Working on the wrong thing. <laughs> And I can't tell you how many weekly accountability meetings we go through and we, and we look at the key actions and we look at the goal and we say, well, what in the hell? <laughs> These two don't go together. Uh, so you're working on the wrong thing. How, how are you supposed to reach your goal and make this thing happen if your key actions that don't have anything to do with it? So be sure, again, in your weekly planning and all these different things that you're honest with yourself. Uh, because if you think you're working uh, and, and you're just playing, then it's not going to happen for you. So don't, don't 
beat yourself up and, and, and convince yourself that you're doing everything you can do and you're still failing if you're not doing the things you need to be doing. So be sure that you're working on the right thing and not the wrong thing every single day. Number three, being pleasant and having a good attitude is a simple way to become luckier. Opportunities come through people and people are more likely to bring opportunities to people they like. It's hard to win if your attitude adds friction to every interpersonal experience. I'm telling you, you got to smile. You got to be happy. You have to be pleasant because all these things, you're putting out this positive vibe into the universe and that is going to bring back positive vibes back to you. It's all about attraction, folks. It just is. If you're going to put out negative, you're going to get back negative. If you're going to put out positive, then you're going to reap the benefits of positive coming back at you because people are going to want to be around you. They're going to want to help you. You go up and ask people in a, in a great spirit for help, they're going to help you. If you go up and a big old grouch and, and, and lay all this mess on them and ask for help, they may help you, but they're going to begrudgingly help you and they'll be happy to see you get on down the road. So be sure that you have a pleasant and good attitude because you are just going to be luckier because <laughs> you're going to be attracting luck. All right. Well, let's look at a couple of quotes. The first one's uh, from filmmaker. She's also uh, you know, a singer, artist, and activist, but she primarily does uh, uh, has done documentaries. Uh, Alanis Umsawin on the it's on the value of nature. Um, so you might want to get out there and and look at some of her stuff. She's done about oh, over I think over sixty documentaries uh, out there. She's American Canadian. Uh, she's got a lot of good stuff still around. I think she's in her in her late eighties, but she's still still rolling. <laughs> and she said, "When the last tree is cut, the last fish is caught, and the last river is polluted." When to breathe the air is sickening, you will realize too late that wealth is not in bank accounts and that you can't eat money. And we talked about this yesterday in uh, session 19 of Overcoming Obstacles. Uh, what is your idea of success or being successful? And so many times... Success, the S's in success are all dollar signs. And that's all we see whenever we talk, people talk about being successful is dollar signs. And it's not. It's so much more. Uh, so don't get down there and get in this path and get in this rut and all of a sudden realize it's too late. <laughs> and understand that the wealth is not in bank accounts and that you can't eat money. There, It is a journey, folks. And there are several areas of success that you need to be looking at in your life, your family. Uh, everybody talks about life balance. It kind of gets thrown into, under the bus a lot of times. But your family, your social life, your mental being, uh, which is going to be very important with the next uh quote we got down here uh we'll get dive into that a little bit but uh you know your your physical uh yeah well, who who you physically I mean, if, you, if you don't have a uh any fitness in your life and you're not healthy then it's not going to do any good as well so think about all these things not just finance and career uh, so look at all the different areas and writer david foster wallace on the importance of controlling your attention now david uh he was uh 
uh, a fiction and nonfiction author. He actually was up for a Nobel Prize at one point, I think. Uh, but he wrote, uh, his first book was The Broom of the System, which is really kind of interesting. It's it's about a, a switchboard operator, which is very kind of ironic because my mom was actually one of those old PBX switchboard operators back in the day. But this gal, she had a, it, several things going on in her life. She had a her grand, a great-grandmother ran away from the nursing home, so she had that issue to deal with, and then she had an erotic boyfriend. And then she had this cockatiel that all of a sudden decided to get real vocal on her. So it's kind of, it's it's funny, it's, 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 but it's also sad at the same time. But David's uh, life was kind of sad as well. He had, uh, he suffered from from mental uh, illness and uh, he, he, he got off his meds and uh, it's, it's a long story but he ended up uh, committing suicide he hanged himself up so kind of a sad story for David but but uh, he did have some good stuff out there and this is from uh, this is water and he wrote 20 years after my own graduation I have come gradually to understand that the liberal arts cliche about teaching you how to think is actually shorthand for a much deeper, more serious idea. Learning how to think really means learning how to exercise some control over how and what you think. It means being conscious and aware enough to choose what you pay attention to and to choose how you construct meaning from experience. Because if you cannot exercise this kind of choice in adult life, you'll be totally hosed. <laughs> and that, once you read about David a little bit, you'll see that that quote, it makes perfect sense. You'll be totally hosed. But you really do. You have to sit back and you have to look at these things and, and, and learn about that learning. Uh, you know, how to exercise some control over how and what you think. You have to... Uh, and a lot of this comes through meditation, right? You sit back and you just want to, you want to just get your subconscious on board and get yourself and just really, really, really be through, uh, uh, thorough with yourself and be honest with yourself and control how and what you think. Uh, and then be conscious and aware enough to choose what you pay attention to and to choose how you construct meaning from experience uh and if you're just going through life just flim flam and just rolling and just never ever sitting back and thinking and not journaling and not not uh, going back and do your reflect execute and plan stuff i'll tell you what you're going to get totally hosed because you're going to get out there you know 10 20 years down the road and say man what the hell happened you know, this isn't what i wanted to happen uh, so get back there and and really really take this one to heart all right, and the question for you this week is, look around the rooms where you spend the most time. What behavior does this space encourage? And how can you set things up to make your good habits easier? Uh, and if you have been with us in our deep dive to Atomic Habits with James Clear, this will become very clear to you as well. And also, I, I did some other things with some other other books that we've done deep dives on. But yeah, look around you know, where you spend 
your time. I mean, whatever it is, uh, you know, if you, if, if it's in your office and it's messy, then you, you probably, uh, are not being as productive as, as you need to. If you're in a room where you're supposed to be able to relax and it's not a relaxing room, then how are you going to relax? Right. Uh, if you're going to sleep, uh, and you got TV blaring in your bedroom and got blue screens everywhere, how are you going to sleep? If you're going to exercise and you don't have no space, how are you going to exercise? So look at these things and look at, but what behavior does the space encourage that you're in and be sure to get these things set properly now a lot of people you may not have a lot of space but you can you can set up your room uh, so that you've got different areas where you do certain things and your brain knows when you're in that area this is what i do uh, so look around the rooms where you spend the most time and what behavior does the space encourage and how can you set things up to make your good habits easier and if you need some help with that, just reach out to me here at Don at A to B for me.com. We'll be happy to do that. And I would really suggest uh, for that one to uh, get out there and take that deep dive uh, with uh, Atomic Habits that we have up there at A to B for me.com. All right. Well, I'm going to hop back in here and say goodbye to you uh, and have a great uh, uh, rest of the week. Uh, and again, uh, be sure that you you look at this, especially by controlling your attention and designing your environment, because you want to be sure those are two things that can really, really make a difference in where you go. All right. Well, have a great rest of the week. Uh, and uh, again, get back and catch it overcoming obstacles if you haven't done it. Uh, so we can get your, at least get you in, in 19 and 20, this last session and the one next Wednesday. So we can get that um, success plan put together for yourself. But uh, reach out to me if you need me. I'm always here. Uh, so uh, uh, give me a call or email me or whatever it is. We can set up a strategy session if you want to. I'm getting pretty busy towards the end of the year here. So time is getting. Uh, really kind of precious, but we always find time for you. But reach out to me. Till then, we will talk to you later. Keep moving in the direction of your dreams.